The following program is sponsored by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to your show, Mom. Channel Mom really is here for moms like you, even when the rest of the media is not, and maybe even the rest of our culture. (laughs) Sometimes you do not feel appreciated, loved, encouraged, helped as a mother, and that's why we exist, is to help you as a mom, to encourage you, to remind you how important your job is. And we love to do that with our friends from Mops, and we have a really cool show for you today. I do want to first wish you a Happy New Year. I hope you see... That this year can be full of hope and possibilities, even if you face discouragement, even if you faced a difficult year last year. Uh, I just hope that you can see the new possibility of this new year without the pressure. No pressure about the whole new year thing. Um, we're not asking you to lose weight or be a perfect mom. None of it. We're going to try to help you with seeing new possibilities today as we talk about something inspiring and free that you can give to your kids. It's that refreshing thing that we call wonder. Sometimes our world rushes by wonder, but our kids need it. It's kind of their own personal rainbow. It might sound corny, but it's really true. We do have mops in the house today, mothers of preschoolers, with their special segment. They come in to do twice a month, and this time they've got a really unique and fun DIY project for you and your kids. And also, this one's really interesting to me. They have Waze, one of their articles in their brand new edition of Hello Dearest, their magazine, they have ways to tell you if you are over-parenting. And I think moms with kids from 0 to 25 want to know if they're over-parenting. So without further ado, we're excited to uh, bring a new person from Mops in today, Ginny Jordan, the brand new editor of Hello Dearest, the Mops magazine and blog. Welcome to Channel Mom, Ginny. Thank you so much for having me today. Yeah, we're glad to have you. Okay, so let's talk about this wonder thing. I've got to believe, um, if I'm being cynical, that when you first talk to somebody and say, we're going to help you have more wonder in life, they're like, yeah, I'd rather, you know, know how to get more money or, you know, whatever. It doesn't necessarily sound like a compelling topic, but when you really get down to it, it can change your life. If, if you open up to that idea, you, ha- you have a quote that uh, the person that books all of these things, Bree, another Mops employee, sent to us. Without wonder, our souls grow faint. We desperately need the refreshment of our own personal rainbow. Sometimes it comes from the stars, the sky, the ocean. Sometimes it comes from within our most treasured relationships. And sometimes it comes in completely unexpected circumstances, halting us in our grumbling, belabored Steps, And I think moms can identify with grumbling, belabored steps. And I would argue it comes from God. So so what did you want to achieve with this particular issue? And we'll talk about one of the articles about boundaries, helping to see our children, helping our children to see wonder. So, so tell me what you're trying to achieve for mamas by helping them to find wonder for them and their kids. Right. And that quote was um, actually written by Ashley Land, who wrote that piece for us in Hello Dearest. And 
uh, just beautiful words. I think it's just a reminder that um, we can experience wonder in the everyday, in the mundane. Um, it, it, we lose it so quickly. Yeah. And so that's really what this um, issue is all about, is recapturing the wonder from our childhood. Our children are our best teachers. And I think as moms, we forget that. We get um, so involved in routine and we forget to experience the everyday miracles, the everyday wonders and awe. Yeah. I mean, I think we get so, especially with, with social media, and I'm always slamming social media, but with social media, we get caught up in image too. Like, how do things look? What am I accomplishing today? What do I have to show for by the end of the day? What do my kids have to show for? So we forget to just stop and take it in instead of put stuff out, right? Right. Uh, go ahead. Tell, tell me a little bit about just, just the, what happens to the, the modern mother, how, how she loses wonder. Well, and I think it just sometimes, to be honest, I think it's beaten out of her. She's tired. Yeah. She has so many to do. She's got to be here and there. Uh, it just kind of gets lost in the have-tos in the daily routine. And I think what makes it challenging is that wonder is not a tangible thing. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's something that we really have to have eyes to see and grasp, and we need to value it. Um, not because it's something that we can account for at the end of the day um, on, in a checklist, but no. it's something that we have experienced. That's right. That's right. So let's talk about one of the articles because I want to make sure we get to a couple of things that you have in your new issue. And just so folks know, you, they can pick up copies and get copies. We'll tell them how to of Hello Dearest. And you can also see it on your blog and uh, just lots of ways to, to get the access to what we're about to share today. Four boundaries to help children cultivate a sense of wonder. Um, and you just referred to the author. Well, no, it was a different author that wrote that one. But uh, tell us about those four boundaries. If a mom's saying, okay, I want my children to have a different kind of year this year, where they see the wonder of what's around them, the wonder of their lives, the wonder of their relationships, the wonder of their family. What are the four boundaries? Right. Um, Christy was our writer, and she detailed it really clear. So it was wonderful. The first a uh, way to cultivate a sense of wonder in your kids is um, have them question. The questions don't have to have answers. It's okay to ask questions and not immediately have an answer um, as a parent to give your kiddos. And just let them know it's okay to question if we don't know the answers to let them know, I don't know, but let's explore it together yeah. and begin to wonder what those answers might be. Yeah, that opens up a sense of awe and mystery when we're allowed to do that. And and even in our relationship with God, just to ask questions. Uh, I mean, it happens all the time with David in the Bible. So what's the next boundary? The next one is respect all thoughts and ideas. Okay. And I think that's really securing a place of safety to have that freedom to ask those questions or to say things that maybe we're not quite sure of because wonder is kind of... Um, you've got to ask those questions to begin to wonder things. Yeah. I mean, because kids are kind of finding their way. And sometimes we can get trapped in our own worldview and say, no, 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 that's not the way it is. It's this way. And I am guilty of that. Um, but sometimes we have to stand back and say, okay, tell me about your thought and not demean it. Now, if they're thinking about doing something violent or hurting <laughs> themselves, I mean, I, I, I worry about respecting that thought, but maybe we should let them express that and then offer guidance. Right. Um, right? We just don't want to put them down because they'll be afraid to find their way. Right. And I think a lot of it is just being heard, having a safe place to be heard. Yeah, that's good. Okay. What's number three? The third is always tell the truth. Always tell the truth. They, the, them or us. Well, I think we are their best examples in telling the truth and our little ones, we get to shape, uh, 
truth in their lives, integrity, and even if they don't like what's coming down or uh, there's a consequence uh, associated with it, um, truth is always the the best way to um, establish uh, conversation and and keep keep the conversation going. Well, and give your child stability that they know there's truth and and hope. Um, so I agree with that. So number four, the fourth boundary to help cultivate a sense of wonder in our children. Yes, it's be patient. Okay. okay. And I think that is a challenge for every mom. That's yeah. such a great reminder. And again, as parents, as moms, we're the the best teachers. And that's a great skill. If we can cultivate that in our kiddos, um, that'll be a great skill that they'll carry on through the rest of their lives. Yeah, we want to teach our kids just to step back and be able to have that stability that comes from those boundaries so they can look around the world and say, oh, my gosh, there's so much to be in wonder over. Okay, we've got only about three minutes left, and you need to get to two more things. You've got a DIY project to help kids see wonder in the world. How do you do that? Oh, the Wonder Dome, it's great. Um, It's designed where um, you can go out in nature, you can find anything that's wondrous out there, and you can stick it right on your table. So um, we've got this wonderful DIY. Um, You put kind of a a glass globe over whatever your wonderful um, findings are. Oh, and then you just view it from that globe. Right, and you can change things out. You can just lift it up. You can change it out per season. You can do it weekly. It's really great. You can just kind of get um, everyone participating in it in your family. Just reinvigorating that idea of of viewing the world with wonder. It's interesting. Right, and it can be small. It doesn't need to be large. It can be the little things. Well, and wonder, what we're talking about, takes a little bit of stepping back. Um, And I think that's kind of what you're trying to show me. So speaking of stepping back, also in this current issue of Hello Dearest is a discussion of parents who are over-parenting. And and just gave you this list of how how can you tell if you're over-parenting. Can you give me a couple tips for parents out there who might think, am I over-parenting? What what do we know about that? Right. Um, Let's see. They they really uh, got me to thinking because a lot of the over-parenting, first the question is, are you doing it for yourself? Are you actually doing it for your child? And uh, their expert advice is that a lot of the overparenting, we do it for our own sake as moms. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, so question yourself as you're telling your child something. Am I doing this to preserve my own pride or am I doing it to instruct them? Correct? Exactly. Okay. And they give us some um, specifics where, uh, you know, it could include talking too much, complimenting too much, interfering too much criticizing too much. I think we all can kind of go through that checklist and maybe identify with maybe one or two and just kind of um, check it. Yeah. Keep keep a check and balance throughout throughout our parenting. Sure. Talking too much, interfering too much, criticizing too much, complimenting too much. Hard to believe, but I'm probably guilty of talking too much to my children. Uh, so that's, that is great advice. I have to watch that. Okay, Jenny, thank you so much for being on for Mops. Tell folks how they find Hello Dearest, how tell mommies, how they can go find all these great articles and get encouragement. Um, you got recipes, all kinds of fun stuff. How can they find that and how can they find Mops if they want to join? Perfect. Please visit us at um, hellodearest.org and you can go ahead and subscribe to our Hello Dearest magazine. And please go to mops.org if you're interested in joining a group. We would love for you to join our community of moms. Yeah. And there's like a little group finder there they can. There is. You can put your zip code in. You can find a church that has 
uh, Mops group uh, right next to you. So awesome. Jenny, thanks for, thanks for being on. We're, we're so grateful for Mops and all that you do. So thanks for being on the show. Thank you so much, Jenny. And this song is from La La Land. I'm going to tell you a huge lesson I learned coming up in the next segment. So we'll be right back with Channel Mom. Jenny from Channel Mom. And if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids. But sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our channel mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement finally i'd like to hear from all the moms out there i'd love to hear your mom's story what you need in your life your advice or what you'd like to hear on channel mom radio reach out to us at channel mom one word on facebook twitter or instagram and please come support us in our mission to love coach and encourage moms you can come to channelmom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms it's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom. Oh, I can't wait to talk to this next subject. Speak to it. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping that it'll resonate with some of you. And I plan to write a blog on it, too, so I can get it out there that way. But I'm about to talk about La La Land. And there's a little bit of a spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear anything about the movie because you're going to go watch it, uh, I'm just letting you know that. But before I get to that, I love... To let moms know that what they do is immensely important and that we appreciate it and and they're changing the world by the way they mother. So that is why we like to play this. <laughs> Applause for the mothers. Stand up and take a bow. I really do hope some moms out there stand up and take a bow. When we play that applause, because you deserve it. We should have like a red carpet walk for moms all across America, because what you're doing is just amazing. And I thank you for raising the next generation sacrificially, patiently, lovingly. And I know you're not perfect every day, neither am I, but uh, it is a sacrificial job. And, and if you're a follower of Jesus, you, in many ways, when you're mothering or acting as he asked you to act, or as, he, as he asked you to walk and act, um, and that is sacrificially and, and with love and with forgiveness and with patience and with kindness and with hope. I mean, the things a mom has to do for her child are all of those things. And, uh, while we fail sometimes, I, I just love what moms do. And that's why we do that applause. Uh, I also want to give you a quick quote before I get to my message here. Uh, we were just talking about wonder in the last segment with our friends from mops and, Wonder is involuntary praise. Think about that quote. It's from Edward Young. 
Wonder is involuntary praise. So if you feel bogged down by your life and your schedule and your problems and your issues and maybe some crises or tragedies that you're facing, to separate yourself purposefully from the things that are making you sad or mad or upset and just look at what's around you or look at God or, or, or look at his creation with wonder again, just committing to say, I'm just going to have a moment of wonder. I'm going to step back and be in awe. That's a kind of involuntary praise to God. So, so I would, I would suggest that you do that for you and your kids. You want your kids to grow up and still have kind of that childlike awe and wonder of the world and, and, um, the creation and, and the God who created it. I, I mean, I don't want anybody to lose that. So, so I, I do love the, the message that Mops gave us in the last segment. Okay. So I played a song for you. My daughter and I went to La La Land. I used to actually live in La La Land. I lived in the LA area. I went to college in LA. Uh, I have a love hate relationship with California. I, I am in many ways a Western girl who wants to be on a beach and in the waves and likes kind of the freedom of that part of the country. Uh, I lived on the East Coast too and I did not fit in. Uh, I felt like I had to be super uptight and wear um, collars up to the top and never express myself. <laughs> um, and I couldn't be myself. So I like California, yeah, but I also can't stand it. I'm just letting you know that. So La La Land, the movie. I think you probably go and, you know, Ryan Gosling and Emma Stone, they're both darling and, and handsome and beautiful and all that. The singing is great. The dancing is great. Uh, my daughter and I... Got a huge message out of the movie. A huge message. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a one right now with, with a song that Emma Stone sings. Uh, and again, I, I, I'm trying not to give away too much of the movie, but I want every mom listening to this today to, to get a couple messages for her life in this new year that I hope will bless her. So, so here's a little bit of a song that Emma Stone sings in La La Land, the movie. First message, they're both pursuing their careers. They're, they're quite young. She wants to be an actress and he wants to be, run a, a jazz club. And uh, the two characters in the movie fall in love and they're both pursuing their dreams. And, and in it, she, you know, she does audition after audition and she gets rejected and rejected. And having been in television and having been in radio and having been in media much of my life, in addition to also being a stay-at-home mom, I have been rejected more times than I can count. And, and when you're in media and when you're, you do things like act or announce or report – it's you that feels rejected. <laughs> it's not necessarily your body of work. It's more like your face, your voice, uh, your viewpoint. Your although you're not supposed to have too much of a viewpoint as a reporter, although that's kind of gone out the window in the 21st century. But uh, you feel rejected as a person. And and she talks about push on, dream anyway. When when you feel like your dream is failing, when you feel like nobody's getting it or accepting it, or it's not thriving, or it's not. 
what it, what you wanted it to be, or you're not contributing the way that you thought it, you would, uh, you, if you've got a dream and in my instance, I, I would say, I hope it's one that God gave you. If you're pursuing a dream, if, you, if, if there's something that you feel called to do in the world and you feel equipped and you feel talented to do, uh, many times you're going to look like a fool. And, and, and I would suggest in some ways, I mean, Jesus looked like a fool to people and he did the best thing ever that's ever happened on the planet, his sacrifice. And, and, and so I loved that song because she said, guess what? If you are a dreamer, you're going to look like a fool. It's going to look messy. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to look like the perfect Facebook or Pinterest post. But press on, my mothering friends, my mama friends, the daughters of God, press on. I have to tell myself daily to press on in this vision that I have for Channel Mom and lifting up moms through the media and, and reminding them that even when our culture says, hey, uh, what you do is not so important. It'd be better if you ran out and, and made $100,000, 200000 $300,000 and, and lived in a big fat house and wore a size 2 dress. Hey, by the way, your mothering's more important than all that. And, and that is me. That's not me putting down career ever. I mean, I mothered at home for many years, but I've also had a career and, and I understand that women are called to contribute in the world as well. I, I'm not pushing that away, but I am saying that, uh, you, you have to be reminded of, of your meaning and that's why Channel Mom exists. Uh, but so many times I've had to pick myself off the crying carpet where I'm sobbing my eyes out because it doesn't look like things are, are moving forward that they would have wanted to. Uh, the, the vision that I think God called me to, to help mothers and, and to change the media for moms and to lift up families and, and to say, Hey, it doesn't matter what the world's saying right now and, and the politics and just all the stuff that's going on. It doesn't matter. Mothering is hugely important to the world. So that means every mom is hugely important and, and what you're doing to raise your children well and, and, and to turn them toward the, the, the goodness and the value of God. That, that's huge. It, 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 it changes our world forever if, if you raise your children uh, in, in the best way that you know how. It makes it better. So, so that is why I pursue that dream. And I have to remind myself that I might look like a fool, but it's okay. I have to carry on with the vision. Okay, second lesson. I, this is the spoiler alert part. I'm going to try to be cautious the way I tell you. But, but we watched La La Land and... By the end, my daughter and I got in the car and couldn't stop crying. And here's why. And, and, and I don't want to offend anybody by what I say today. But by the end of the movie, my daughter and I were stricken by the wrong choice that we felt the female character made. And, and again, I'm not going to tell you too much, but... My daughter looked at me and, and I looked at her and we said she chose wrong. She made the wrong decision. And I'm not even sure if that's what the producers and writers wanted us to get. I mean, Hollywood is very Hollywood and sometimes they just give a Hollywood message. But, but this one seemed to be, in the end, pro committed and true love, uh, pro marriage and family even. And, 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 by the end of the movie, I thought, I feel like they showed us that the best thing is to choose the love and the committed relationship and loyalty and faithfulness in the end. I mean, really, that's God's structure. You know, he brings a, a woman and a man together and, and they choose each other and, and through thick and thin, they, they stay together. And I know there are reasons that sometimes people cannot stay together. 
Um, and, and I fully get that. But, but, but in the end, the most profound choice, more, more than the big fat salary, more than the big fat house, more than fame, more than fortune, more than being skinny, more than all the stuff the world tells us we should be. Choosing faithful and constant and even familial love is the best thing, even when it's extremely hard. It's the best thing. And I think God modeled that for us by bringing his son to earth and, and, and expressing his profound love through his son. That's a familial relationship. So I would urge you to, to, to not that I want to sell another Hollywood ticket always, but uh, to see the movie and see what you think. Because I felt like in the end it said, don't, don't choose the, the good things and miss out on the best things. And I was profoundly affected by the movie. And it reminded me of why I've chosen my nursery school sweetheart to marry him and to stay with him through thick and thin and, and to, to commit to raising my children and to often forfeiting uh, career promotion and, and more money and things like that so that I could be there for my husband and children. Uh, and I don't make an idol out of my husband and kids, but I do choose them. And, and I choose God. And, and, and that was the message I got out of that movie. So I, I hope uh, that helps you today. Um, and, and if you're somebody who hasn't been able to stay in a relationship and you've been hurt and, and abused and all of that, uh, of course, that's forgiven and understood. So God bless you. Thanks for listening. I want to urge you to help us, to help us stay on the air, help us love moms on the ground and homeless shelters and prisons. Go to channelmom.com and donate to us. Commit to supporting this message for moms in the new year and helping families. Uh, I, I hope that you are looking forward to the new year and that God blesses you richly. Uh, have a great weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.